previously on Roleplay Radio? On the way, uh, Rampart will decide to pick up flowers. Ooh. What? Who are they for? Uh, someone. Nobody. Oh, should I get flowers for someone but nobody? <laughs> Shell, have you ever had feelings? For, for someone. Like, like how I love you, like, or like, uh... uh... A bit more deep, like, connection with someone. Like, someone you study with that... Oh, um, I have classes with Toby. And you and Swiftfoot have romantic attachment? <laughs> oh, what's, what's that? <laughs> so Shelly sees Tobias trip and is just like, Tobias! And then falls face first <laughs> on top of him. This is like the anime style fall where you carefully fall on top of the other person and you just have this moment where you're looking deep into each other's eyes. Didn't like what you saw? Well, no, it's more that I don't think either of you seems to like me, so I thought that it would be... I don't dislike you, I nothing you. But that will never change unless you do something about it. Right, okay, sure. I thought he was intimidated by us because we were female, but he's just weird. Okay, I'm actually in the room now. I can <laughs> hear you. Yeah, I know. I'm not intimidated by strong females. <laughs> oh, look at that. He thinks we're strong. Huh. Oh. Name's Xanther. Who oh, are you? I'm Shell. Shelly. Okay, okay. And he stands up. You have beautiful hair. <laughs> Thanks, I know. <laughs> I was just a little intimidated by how gorgeous it was. I really like the color red. Shelly, I really like the color green. <gasps> <laughs> Thank you. I've never he, heard that before. You know, they got a point. I mean, look at those eyes. How can you? Shut up, you. Go eat a scone. Oh, don't be mean to Xanther. He and I have bromance. It's fine. <laughs> you, Xanther, you, you, do you like it when people are a little rough with you? <laughs> he winks. Lorena's going to run up to Gary. Garrett! And she like throws her arms around you in a very swept off of her feet kind of way. And she's just like, oh my god, thank god. Thank god, Gary, you have to help. I can help, sure. I don't really have anything that would be very helpful in looking for a person unless you get thirsty. Oh, she's thirsty, all right. Oh. <laughs> Who's your RA? Nora. Oh, shit, that's my ex. Okay. Hello. Hey, what are you doing? Making mechanical strengthening armor. Uh, th so this part attaches to your arm, and then it goes around your back and attaches oh. the same way oh. on the other side. Oh, my. Uh, and then uh, I'll let you do these parts yourself. No, they no, go... no, 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 do them. <laughs> What's wrong with you? No, um, the, um, yeah, the clasps can be a little tricky. So these go around your, uh, upper thigh and then around your calf. And so you see that controller that's in your left hand there. Um, so that controls how it works. So you can get it to stay stiff in one position. Stiff, huh? Oh. You, burning him. You know the tunnels? Get these guys through the tunnels back to your tower. Step, please. You heard the man, let's go. Rampart, I have something important to confess <laughs> right now. Right now, Grig? And Jerry no, tunnels. 
Texas elixir of transformation, but uses it basically like disguised self to make himself look like Garth at the worst fucking moment. Garthsman? That wasn't a real name. Um, we should talk after tunnels. He drops the flowers <laughs> where they are. You heard him through tunnels. You all, there was a lockdown, and you all were forced to spend the night below ground. They tried to make you as comfortable as possible. Clockwork servants brought out mattresses and blankets for you, but you were told under no circumstances are students to go up there, they could be killed. Does anyone do anything throughout the night? I, Mistake got slashed by one of these things. And yeah. She's small, and these things are huge. I'm picturing like, three big slashes mm -hmm. in different places. One that was like dripping blood in her eye and, and a couple on her arm. And at some point during all of this, as they're like going underground and moving somewhere, she's trying to be a good friend and comfort Aurora, whose uncle has gone off to deal with something even worse than all this. And then she realizes, I am bleeding profusely next to a dampier and begins apologizing with no context at all because she is also uh, not thinking very clearly, just at all. I think uh, Aurora at first is like, I, I, have, I took the spray, it's fine. And then realizes, oh, there's a lot more students who are wounded that are yeah. being brought down here. It's like, can I borrow a cloth or something? <laughs> Charlie takes out a wet rag. Oh. <laughs> Does anybody else have a cloth? I no? can make you a cloth if you want a cloth. Oh, thank God. She <laughs> was about while also bleeding. <laughs> she was literally about to grab Shelly's uh, yeah. cloth. Yeah, the Sigs use the little shoulder cape of the uniform to like wrap around her arm where she's bleeding. Mm. Aurora covers her, uses uh, the cloth that Koss gave her as a, uh, a face mask. Clockwork servants are uh, coming down here as well to assist the wounded and uh, make sure that everybody is comfortable and safe and, and, and they tell you to wait until further notice and hours tick by. Shelly starts serving um, some drinks. I love it. <laughs> There's only enough for 10 people, but... Your closest friends. So Toby is not here, neither are the rest of your roommates. Some of these, because it's a lockdown, some students were stuck elsewhere. So I believe Rosie was here and Aurora was here because they were involved in the play. And that's it. Rampart's here? Oh, yeah. Rampart's, oh, yeah, Rampart's that's here. True. Who's that fancy racist actor? Quintilius. Oh, Quintilius. Quintilius is probably here. Quintilius is probably very offended that he has to share a space with people who he considers to be lesser. What's the, like, the prevailing mood amidst all the students who are not F squads? Um, panic. Definitely panic, for the most part. And then a few students are being very reassuring, especially Lorehold enthusiasts are just like, no, come on, I I've read about this. Like, this has happened multiple times in the past and it was always fine. Nobody, like, died. So, if it seems like things are getting to the point where, like, people are just, like, entirely too panicked and, like, worried out of their minds about what's going on. Koss will uh, get up and take out their paintbrush and just tap it against a, their clipboard that they brought from the play. 
Right, well, I know that this is a bad situation, but I think that we should not allow this to stop us from getting our practice in, because that's what we came here to do, to start off with. What are you going on about, Cos? Don't you know now is not time? But what else are we going to do? Sleep. I, I'm not sleeping. Rampart, have one. <laughs> okay, that is okay. <laughs> Rampart, let's get fucked up and watch this play. Anybody who wants to run through their lines, come see me. So, now that it's out of the box, can I call you Garth? No. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Have another drink. Thank you. And he he is uh, very pointedly not making eye contact with Gary. Do you want one, Gary? Yes. Here Silly. you go. little boy, do not take into consideration others' feelings. Oh, Rampart, you you dripped a little, and and Shelley will. I don't care. Wipe them down with the rag. <laughs> Love does not exist, Shelly Shell. It is a fantasy. Wow, Shelly, thank you for sharing this turtle brew with me. It's so great when people share things instead of specifically hiding them from other people so that people have to go through desperate measures to deal with that. Shelly, we need you in props. <laughs> yes, Shelly, thank you for sharing your, your, your belongings with me and your heart and your friendship with me. That is a kind thing to do, unlike others who deceive and manipulate. Rampart, can you hold this light? <laughs> yes. Goss is trying to give people things to do so that they will not be at each other's throats. Shelly's gonna, like, in the middle, just be, like, whispering to Rampart and being like, I only do it because I love you. And then, love's not dead, Rampart. I'm dead. And then they're gonna go in their shell. <laughs> he's very thrown off by that. But he's, he's too sad to... to Pay it much mind. Meanwhile, in a corner, Aurora slouches next to Mistake. I was actually going to say, Mistake found a corner somewhere, so perfect. <laughs> and pulls out a flask. That was very awkward. And you see that the flask is dripping with some blood. I had to ask. I'm sorry. And you see from afar, like some students, just like wave. It's just like. You know, some people are more thrown off about it than others when I ask them for their blood, but this guy just gave it to me. <sighs> I think I'm gonna be fine. I would offer you some, but I don't think you want any. No, probably not. There are a lot of rumors about things like that, but... I mean, you'd think that pig's blood and cow's blood, you use it to season stuff. Why is this so weird? It's just salt. I don't know that I've had anything seasoned with blood, but I'll try it. Heard of this thing called blood pudding? Oh, I love blood pudding. <laughs> Can I make a perception check on this conversation? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Be chef. Oh, I don't think I heard Aww. it. All right, and so the hours tick by and you get your long rest in. They do not let you out until the next morning. And even then it's like late morning. You're escorted out of the tunnels and towards your tower. Classes are canceled. Actually, it was the weekend. Fuck uh, okay, it, no classes. We don't even get classes canceled for this, <laughs> right? Most people it's not here. Some snarky students. It just students. ruins our weekend. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Why couldn't this happen on a Monday? This is, this is like a Saturday snowstorm. <laughs> By the time you get to your tower, there's a private little airship that's small enough to fit in the courtyard. 
And you see a familiar figure of a butler there that summons Griff over, and they, like, have a little exchange. He's gone within the hour. He doesn't even get to chat with the other roommates. And that's the last you see of Griff for the rest of the winter break. Greta and Toby are in the uh, tower. Toby <laughs> runs right up to Shelly and hugs them. <laughs> Shelly's gonna be like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good, Toby. They had nothing on me. I pushed him off the edge and he was gone. He didn't come back. Of a cliff, I might add. I was so scared. I was, I was so scared, Shelly. Well, you should have been at the play. You would have been fine. No, we were here. Oh. And Greta's also approaching you guys, if you're all there, presumably. Blank face, not saying anything. And Toby's shaking violently, and you don't see Thorn. Shell will pick up Toby, just like cradle, kind of like a child. So, <laughs> what happened here at the tower? Um, we were here. Greta and I, we were chatting, we were playing cards. I was teaching her that, that card game you taught me, Shelly. Pokes and Stokes? Pokes and Stokes, that's the one. And Thorn was here meditating and... Who won? Sh Shelly, he's... He's... And then that's when Greta comes in, like... Albert arrived and tried to get in the tower, broke through the door. And Thorn got up and sat there, didn't let them in. The last thing he said before he fell asleep was, tell Griff I got involved. Tell Griff he was right. Shelley's no longer saying anything. <laughs> Is Thorn no longer with us? He uh, was taken to Witherbloom. Professor Varelda might be able to help him, hopefully. He didn't let any of them in. Well, it sounds like he was very brave. Shelley, I want to sleep. <sighs> Let's go to sleep, Toby. check on Thorn. Mm, mm. We made a gift basket for Rampart. We might as well make one for Thorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a very interesting sight. Pretty much everybody is, is coming along, except for Griff. Uh, what you see is uh, Thorn, he's been replanted. He's planted at the base of one of the willows. Some of his limbs were torn off, so you see like his head his torso, nothing below his waist, he's planted there. And like, even his arms are not are like broken off, but they look like they're already starting to regrow. He's meditating deeply uh, when you arrive. Should we just leave the food and go? I feel like he's, he seems like he's meditating. I would not want to be interrupted mm -hmm. if I were meditating. So yeah, probably just... Oh, I'm just going just, to... Yeah. Going to... And I'm going to attempt to go up. And... Uh, Sig will offer Mage Hand. <laughs> mage Hand, to, okay. to Mage Hand deliberate without disturbing. I, 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 did, I did do my standard thing of writing a song about him, but I can deliver that when he's not meditating. <laughs> oh, hang on. 
So Gary's gonna grab like just two stones and he's going to turn them into sending stones. And then he's gonna put one down with the basket and just write a little note being like, uh, call us when you're awake, F squad. <laughs> I don't know why you two Is it Wednesday night? <laughs> sure. Shelly goes out with Xanther after cheerleading practice on Wednesday nights. There you go. Oh, no. Wow, good memory. Gary is working that night, and you're all there at the Bozen Tavern. A, a few of your roommates are also there. I feel like Toby would come along, but he's a little more despondent than usual. In fact, it's kind of a, 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 an aura in the room, really. Like, there's some students that are very obviously trying to cheer each other up because a big thing that just happened and a lot of people don't really want to be here right now but aurora's there as is rampart actually no rampart we had he, rampart, rampart is not allowed in the tavern rampart tried to get in and javanish <laughs> didn't let him in and he just goes like what the hell <laughs> does anyone do anything that time before i get into other stuff um, well, I wanted Gary to go talk to Shelly. Let's see that. At some Ooh. point. Flashback, before the bow's end. That's a lot of stairs. Is Toby here? Toby's not here. Shelly is making alcohol. <laughs> you walk in and there's like two vials and a little boiling pot. Oh, wow. You know, I've been trying to do that as well. Um, Are you trying to make alcohol? Yes, not quite as strong as yours, and I've been doing it at the bow's end, so I don't actually really benefit from it. I found this cool trick where if you distill it again after you've already distilled it again, it's really distilled. Ah, <laughs> uh, is that safe? I mean, Toby's alive. <laughs> I suppose he's pretty small, so it's probably fine. So I had a question about that. Oh, okay. You two are dating, right? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> that you're in a romantic relationship? Oh, Rampart was trying to teach me about this the other day when he was trying to have a romantic relationship with, with you. No, not actually with me. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's basically with you. Does your personality change when your appearance changes? I lied about some things. But did you, did you, were you still yourself? I mean, mostly, except for the things that I lied about. And at least one of those things I lied about ended up being true, because I said I was in the Play Actors Drama Guild, and I wasn't, but then I was. Oh, that's so funny. Wait, so let me get this straight. So you're, you, you do, you have a romantic relationship with Rampart now? No, no. Okay. Because I, I was going to ask you, like, he told me about it, but I don't know what it is. So, like, if, if you had one, I'd ask you what it, what, what it's like and you, stuff. You don't know what a romantic relationship okay, is. Okay, you know, Rampart taught me about it, and, but, like, from what I can tell, it's just wanting to hold someone's hand more than you already do. Um. Alright, clearly the reason I came up here was rather misguided. Ah. Uh, <laughs> You seemed like someone to ask for dating advice. But... Oh, I've got you. I've got you. <laughs> you know, I don't think that you do. Hit me, hit me. I'm, I'm good for it. I, what's dating? <laughs> <laughs> you and Toby are very close. Even if you're not in a romantic relationship. 
Let's just get Toby up here. <laughs> Toby! <laughs> Skitters up there. Yuck! Um, I was studying. Gary's asking us if we're dating. Have you heard of it? What's dating? <laughs> Is this a human thing? Is it like when you like one of your fellow rabbit folk and you go frolicking in the woods together? Probably. That sounds nice. I love to frolic. You wanna go frolic later? Yeah, I, I should get, Gary, do you wanna come? No. Are you frolicking? No, I'm, I'm good. Uh. All right, bye Shelly, bye Gary. Bye. So, so I don't think we're dating because I we don't know what it is. <laughs> Uh, clearly, clearly not. Then. Oh wait, 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 Toby, Toby. Skitter's back up there. What? Yes. Are you? Are you? Are we cuddling tonight? Oh, of course. Okay, okay, okay. Just making sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have fun I, studying. No, awesome. Okay. <laughs> and that's also not dating to you. You haven't defined this term yet. It's when you choose a person and then you go out and you do fun activities with that person. And then you, I guess, decide that they're your favorite person, and then maybe you cuddle, or maybe you kiss, or, you know, that's, those are your choices. A favorite person? Because I was going to say, that sounds like Xanther, that sounds like Toby, I can imagine it with Rampart, but, like, favorite? How do you, how do you pick one, a favorite? That seems rude. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's. I feel like your heart picks for you. Can I pause real quick? Who's in the common room? <laughs> sure, we're in the common yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Cause, cause a mistake in yep. the common room. Absolutely. Fencing practice. <laughs> so we were out like in the courtyard practicing, and now we're done. We're coming in. Aurora's there, like with her feet up on a stool, and she's reading a book. She's like, oh, hey guys. And Toby comes down the stairs over to the, straight to the kitchen. It's like, hey guys, what, what's dating? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, are you talking about this in a geological perspective <laughs> or in an interpersonal perspective? Well, apparently Gary's asking about dating. Which I think. You know, that doesn't where, actually wait, wait, answer. Wait, hold on. Much. Where is this? <laughs> this is up in Shelly's room. Hold on. All right, I think. No. So, Cos was like out of breath for a fencing practice, but they sprint up the stairs still. Aurora just like is there, looks at mistake, like, what the fuck is going on? I, I don't know, but now I'm kind of curious. Do you want to at least go eavesdrop? Because I very much want to. <laughs> Can you climb up on the ceiling? Because I can't. Uh, no, but I am very sneaky. All right, let's go. <laughs> Wait, I want to come. Come in. Hello. Okay, Cos oh, opens Cos. the door. Hello. What's up? Uh, I call much. I, I just heard that um, somebody needed some advice up here. Oh, the dating what? advice. Yes. yes. So, so Gary wants to date Rampart. No. Because. Oh. Um. No, that's incorrect information. And they were, I, I did. But you were coming to ask me for advice on this. I don't actually know what dating is, by the way. Oh, good. Okay, so I can explain a little bit more about that. So it's like when you have a person that you think of as special compared to other people. Do they have to be your favorite? Not necessarily. There are some people who date multiple people. Oh. 
Uh, okay. I'm sorry, my description was oversimplified. Gary, are we dating? No. But you're special. Thank you. I don't think I get it. Are we dating? I'm pretty sure we're not. Okay. You spend a lot more time with Toby. If anybody, I'd say that you're dating him. I thought that Shelly was dating Toby. That's why I asked. Oh, you're not? I don't know. Toby also didn't know what dating was. There it is again. Why do they think we're dating? Roll the stealth check. Wow. There we go. Can we <laughs> so Shelly, Shelly hears Toby and is immediately like, Toby, Toby, you're here. And opens the door and it's like, Toby, And as soon as the door opens, it's kind of like a flash. Like Toby comes in, the door's about to close, and you just see Aurora drop from the ceiling <laughs> on top of mistake. <laughs> And Aurora's just like looking at you while you're both on the floor, just like, shit, you totally see this, uh, Gary. Uh, can, are you all looking for Shelly? Did you guys come to try the new brew? I, I came up here to give advice. Yeah, no, so Gary came up here to ask for advice from Shelly about dating. Everybody stops <laughs> and looks at Gary. And Aurora's back there too. Looking at um, well, you know, Shelly and Toby are very close, and it seems nice being that close with someone. So how do you do that, Shelly? Oh, that's a great... Toby, how did we get so I mean, close? Honesty, vulnerability... I think I fell on Toby once. Yup, you can try that. I mean, I've fallen on a lot of people. It hasn't worked out very well for me. Is there somebody that you have in mind? Uh, nope, nope, nope. I think it's Lorene. It's not Lorene. I'm rolling some insight. <laughs> 12. Uh, better than yours. Yeah, that's better <laughs> even if I rolled my that's student hilarious. die. Yeah. So as Gary is just like, nope, nope, no one in particular, you see his eyes flick to Aurora and then look away. Oh. Like, nope. And fast forward to the Bozen Cow. <laughs> <laughs> So Aurora's here, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is either trying to study or conspiring with Koss. Well, I feel like Aurora thinks of probably Mistake as the closest one in the tower. So she would probably go sit with you. Okay. So conspiring so, might be a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 this is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, she goes to sit with you and is just like, do you mind? Yeah, not at all. Uh, you know, I cannot concentrate with the whole stupid thing with the owlbears. That's reasonable. Yeah, it, I mean, it was a lot. I mean, there was a lot going on. Gary almost got killed. Yeah. My uncle's still being an asshole. Easy. Doesn't let me near him for some reason. Says, don't even come to Witherbloom and don't come visit me. I mean, does I, it have anything to do with what was in the newspaper? What? What are you talking about? The, the major. Or the mage hunter egg. Oh, no, I wasn't thinking of that. Why am I the only one who knows this? You know, I just, I skim it and I read like the front. No, I don't know how they snuck this in. I can't imagine whatever faculty manages the newspaper was okay with this. Wait, what did they sneak in? Apparently your uncle is having some sort of love affair with a... Oh God. <laughs> with a particular law hold oh, uh, druid. No. You know, the last time he Catherine, tried... Catherine, Cadrin, something like that? The last time he tried dating, it didn't end well, and he was heartbroken for like a year. When you're a vampire and you've lived for that long, like, you're, you're 
It takes you a long time to rebound, right? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine it's really it's kind of strange being in a relationship as um, a vampire. Have you ever tried it? Here and there, I haven't had much luck. People tend to fetishize, and I fucking hate it, mm. so I don't even try anymore. I understand that more than you know. Really? Well, yes, there's the oh. whole thing about, like, you know, I can look like whatever I want, and, yeah. Whatever you want? Like, <laughs> oh, come on. Hmm. I think you're, okay. you're kind of doing it. I mean, if you want, I could do something for you. What, what's your type? You know, um, are you into people who are kind of like, you know, scrawnier on the scrawny side? I, I like all types, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to do something Gary adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You know, I got to say, the whole, like, athletic bodybuilder type, I don't get it. You know? I, I, I kind of like a, a little, somebody that I could probably kick their ass, you know, <laughs> if they tried me. I feel like that's a lot of people. That's true, probably is. Well, thanks guys, but, you know, I'm still very killable. I mean, we all are, kind of. So, where are your friends? Well, one of them's working. Mm -hmm. And one of them is out here drinking with one of their many platonic life partners, as we just found out. <laughs> Two of them! Yes. Can, can we pan to that? Yeah. 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 Ooh, can they be doing like a triple like arm, uh, yeah. Yeah. arm hook when they're drinking? Yeah. <laughs> Xanther, 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 Xanther. Hey, let, let me tell you, let me tell you. And then they're gonna all, all swig it back, right? <laughs> Xanther, Gary, Gary, where are you? Gary! Gary, where are you? Okay. Get, get over here! Wait, wait, no, he's working on my onion rings. Okay, okay, bring the onion rings. Because <laughs> after Gary was asking me and Toby if we were dating. Do, oh, whoa. do you know what that means? Uh, well, uh, here's yeah. your onion rings. You know I'm not a waiter, right? Yeah, but you're sitting with us, so you might as well. I have to go back. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You can smell the alcohol in Xander's breath, but he, uh, he's not a sloppy drinker, he's like, kind of very, very confident, he's like, Spill the goss? What, who? Who is this special person? Is it Japanese? No. Because I hear that guy will stand up for you no matter what. I mean, that's great to know, uh, but no, Javanesh and I are just buds. I think it's Rampart. It's not Rampart. Oh, uh, you know, I could see it. I could see it. Well, I think hey. I've pissed Rampart off enough. I don't need to do more of that. Listen, man, follow your heart, okay? If your heart is as good as your cooking, you're set. You're set. You know, I kind of thought you were a douchebag, but you're actually pretty decent. Xanther's not a douchebag. The first hurts. time I met him, Greta pushed me over when she saw him, and he didn't really do anything about that. Oh, I was really drunk that night. I thought you guys were just horsing around. Well, I just met her, so, um, sorry for saying that I thought you were a douchebag, but I don't think you are anymore. Oh, no, it's fine. You know, hey, hey, listen. When I, I first met Xanther, we were cheer- well, I wasn't cheerleading yet, but I was being invited into the cheerleading team because I could lift, like, four people! Four that people! That was crazy! <laughs> Almost five, and then the top one. But you're getting better! I think I could do six if I was- Sober enough. You weren't sober when you tried out for cheerleading? You weren't sober when you tried out for cheerleading? Um, I mean, I was sober, but... I, I'm going back to the kitchen. <laughs> okay. Hey, great job, Gary. Hey, everybody, let's give it up for the cook. Yeah! <laughs> Gary is very embarrassed by this and just, like, tries to run to the kitchen faster. 
All right, and he doesn't fall over. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, back at the table. You know, Mm -hmm. it's always good to be with someone who can also cook you like your favorite things, right? Mm -hmm. You were talking about uh, seasoning, right? That, like, all the time. That does sound heavenly. Right? I didn't know that I could actually like food until I came to this university. Food in Redfield sucked? Ah, food when you're poor. Oh. It's kind of not great. Sorry, sorry, I just... Street food is like my favorite type of food, so I was a little jealous even. I was just like, wow, you must have it all the time. My Uncle Julian tries to make me healthier. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not really into uh, healthy food. That's why I come to the tavern so much. Which, you know, by the way, this place has gotten a lot better since Gary started uh, working here. He's a really good cook. He really is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it doesn't do much for me. It's like when you have potato chips. Right, yeah. There's no substance, but you like it, mm-hmm. right? That's all food for me. So you really, you just need stuff like, what, what, what is food for you? She pulls out a flask. <laughs> Blood. That's, that's it. That's it. If I don't have it, I start getting headaches and you know, just bad side effects. Anyway, can we talk about something else? So what's everybody doing for the winter break? Shelly's gonna drag two people over and, and sit down and say, you're not going home. Well, I have, my, my parents want me home and you know, I haven't seen them in a bit and I, I do kind of miss them. Well, you get yeah. to stay here with me. I really kind of had other things I needed to do. What? Why are you all leaving me? Well, because we have home elsewhere and your home is here. Xanther, are you staying? No, no, I, I'm Xanther? going to my mom's. Can I come? Well, I mean, I could ask my mom, but I mean, I, I don't see why not. I'm less upset that you guys are leaving now. <laughs> okay, yeah, vacation. And then uh, Toby's like, wait, wait, Shelly, you going with him? What, what, you don't want to come with me back to my forest? Oh. To Black Moors? Oh. It's like, Toby, come on, man. You you hang out with Shelly more often than I do. You share the love here. It's like, no, but, but Shelly's my friend. She, Shelly. Are you dating Santa, Shelly? <laughs> two, two mistake on the side. It's back on. It's, the backpacking is back on. <laughs> Shelly's gonna turn to Xanther and say, Xanther, can you teach me what it means? Oh, honey, let's let's sit. <laughs> we are sitting. Oh shit, I'm drunk. Okay. I think we sent mistake because mistake can slip away easier. Stealthier. Yeah. Okay. Okay and then goes by the kitchen and there's that big old window which we know from the Mm -hmm. tavern battle and an invisible mage hand tap on gary's shoulder Ah! (laughs) tug to like get him to go toward the big window Uh, all right (laughs) tip for you black pudding oh the one with pig's blood? Yeah. Why are you telling me this? Why not? <laughs> she sort of stares her down. <laughs> um, returns the stare and is going to thaumaturgy uh, eye color to be pink. <laughs> okay, I'll put the order in and... <laughs> Hope for the best. Kind of a complicated recipe. 
the theme for today's session, guys, is love. <laughs> Around then, Javanesh burst into the back kitchen. Uh, sorry, kid, for what you're about to see. No, you're wrong, okay? It was you who fucked up. I didn't fuck up. You were the one who was very selfish. And then Nora walks into the back kitchen. They're having this heated argument about who broke up with who. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, you don't have to be very rude just because you're, what, you're at work and you're trying to show off in front of your little friends? Well, you know what? I'm a person too. Is, is Hi, Nora. Sting still, Hi. still near there? Sure. I'm going to thaumaturgy to startle them and then mage hand to shove them, thinking being startled is going to make them easier mm, to mm -hmm. push. <laughs> Nora gets kind of nudged forward and she just falls into one of uh, Javanish's wings. It's like, oh, what? What the hell was that? A rat or something? Kid, come on, stop leaving so many crumbs. Well, I have to keep a clean kitchen. Well, I don't know what that was, but my girl, uh, Nora, fell because of one of your- anyway. <laughs> this is just a session of clarifying what chips. <laughs> I might have another matchmaking project for you. <laughs> okay, what is it? Did you know that Nora and Javanesh were dating in our Aurora taps mistake in the shoulder and coughs and says, She's staring across the room like, you guys ever notice how Ricard is like, kind of lanky? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of hot. He has a slice of bread in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> and a glass of water. <laughs> bread and butter, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> I, I suppose, but he doesn't seem like the kind of person you can have a good conversation with. Yeah, he's yeah. nice and all, but... He is. His favorite book is probably a textbook. Yeah. I've kind of been there, but also fair. Aurora has been drinking sangria, a bit too much of it, that at some point in the night she like gets kind of giggly and then turns to mistake, stares at you for like five seconds and is like, have you ever thought about getting a piercing? Because I think one would look great right there and then bops you in the nose. Ah, <laughs> uh, actually, yes, those thing of getting it on the ear. I was that too. Going to ask you because you have piercings if you knew of anywhere. I can do it. You could you'd be I did like half of mine. I've never done it on another person, but I uh, when there's less alcohol involved, but otherwise Alright. Let's do it. Tomorrow? I I don't actually have the the I can figure out how to I have one. everything. Okay. Alright. I love this, and I think you're gonna look amazing for the job. Uh, we still don't know how we're getting that. Before anything else happens, you guys are heading out the door. Professor Sapphire surprisingly walks in. Now keep in mind, this is a hangout for students, primarily. But Professor Sapphire shows up, heads straight to the bar. A few students turn their heads and look at him. Doesn't talk to anyone. You know how I mentioned before he wears makeup? It's Runny. Hey! Props boy! I, I have a name! Give us a rum. Double. I'm not a bartender. Well then who the hell do I ask? Hi, I'm Ricard. <laughs> Ricard, give us a rum. Double. Make Here it a go. triple. Okay. <laughs> Here's your rum triple. When'd you get out of here, boy? Oh, um, you know, the other day. Cool. <laughs> I was having expecting you to just say, uh, wasn't. <laughs> he drinks it within 10 seconds and then sets it down. Give us another. Okay. 
Whatever you say, boss. Uh, is everything all right, Professor Zaffi? Yeah, Cus will also go over check. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Zaffi. Make an ask for a drink. Huh? Make an ask for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, he finishes the second drink, puts it down, and is about to ask for card for another. Give us another. Got you, boss! And Shelly puts it down and says, How are you? What's wrong? Oh. Uh, Shelly, you can't serve outside liquor in here. Shh, shh, shh. Uh, don't be a downer, props boy. I work here! <laughs> <laughs> this, you'll get paid for it. I'm not charging. Meanwhile, Javanesh is not being a bouncer right now. People are just walking in. Uh, and he's being very pissed off about it. Like, Does Rampart finally make it into yes, the town? Rampart was just sulking outside somewhere. Saw Javanesh and Nora arguing inside. Was like, ah, it's my chance. Uh, thank you. And hey, thank you. Thanks for what you did back there at the Rose stage. That was, that was brave. That was real brave what you did. Good evening, <laughs> Professor. Uh, is everything all right? Cos. Yes, hi. Put oh. on your shoulder. I forgot how intense you are. <laughs> we haven't had the conversation in the week, and it feels like my life has been so much quieter. Cos. Uh, I don't know, Cos. I, I think my career in the Play Actors Drama Guild is over. Well, why do you say that? Captain Dapplewim talked to me this morning. Apparently, she got a hold of your friend's script. Now, I'll tell you, it got a lot better, cause Genius, you know? Don't tell her I said that, though. I only reserve that, uncomfortable as I make them, to validate the people that I really think are top tier. She's like right here, almost top tier. Just give it a year. I think you're a genius too, Professor. Thanks. So what happened with Cap the Captain? Well, she hated the fact that we made the Oryx the villains. She said, that's not, that's gonna stir up trouble. Play is postponed until further notice. Yeah, and, I mean, I heard, and... Yeah, on I, top of that, I can't run anymore. They're gonna assign Professor Uvilda to it. Uvilda? Uvilda, Miss Coilier. I mean, I've never met them, but that's... That, that sucks. You've been working on this for basically as long as I have. I know. I, I bust my ass writing that script. And making music for it. Okay, inspiring y'all to do it for me. But... You write music? I used to once upon a time. Can I be honest with y'all? Seems like you're going to be. That's what my juice does. I've had writer's block for years, y'all. Writer's block's a bitch! And he just like smashes the glass down. There's like a little cut in his hand. Oh, sorry. Shelly pulls out a rag. Thank you. He doesn't even notice <laughs> where you pulled it out from. So, oh, wet rag. Yes, that's exactly what I need. Uh, Professor, if I may. You may. I, I'm sorry that uh, this has happened to you and you've been taken off the play. Um, God. I, I, I think that maybe... His head falls into your shoulder. Okay, oh. we're doing this now. Cos uh, will, in that very awkward way of like, how do I return physical affection from <laughs> like... A teacher, basically. Cause I live for art, but I can't make it no more. Cause I hit my peak. I'm, I'm on the down low here. You know, I've heard that a lot of artists make their best art when they're in, at their lowest part. I think that's kind of toxic. No, you're just saying that. No, no, no. It's true. It's true. Um, there's evidence of people who basically make all of their art because they're depressed. <laughs> 
Maybe you should um, take it a bit easy on the drinks. It looks like you're up to five now. <laughs> Why, you don't think I can handle it? No, no, I just think that, you know, a little bit is good for creativity, but too much just makes your mind too slow. So I think it's probably a good idea to take it easy for a bit. That's just a suggestion that I'm making. <laughs> he feels overcome by your words and... Huh. You know... Maybe you're right. Maybe I ought to just sleep it off. You know, my best ideas came from dreams. Maybe that's what I do. I gotta do, cause I gotta just dream more. Maybe I just gotta lay down and dream for several days. I think that's a decent idea. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck else am I gonna do the first of the week? I mean, all my classes were canceled now. It's gonna be okay. I, you, you know what? I can ask Captain Dappling to get you back on since I'm still... I think? Uh, am I still on the play? She might ask you to remove the Ulrich from it. Uh, I mean, uh, if that's what it takes to get you back on the project, then that's worth it. Thanks, Cos. You know, you really... <laughs> he thinks about it for a long, long time, takes a deep breath. He's like, you can't make people uncomfortable when you validate them. Someday, you gonna... You gonna do big things, Cos. That means a lot coming from you. Okay, since you're upset about Xanther, I presume I'm gonna spend the first part of this, the break with Xanther, and then I have this gala, and then I'm gonna spend the second half with you. You know, funny thing, actually. After you and the F-Squad uh, went to talk to Professor Zafai, Xantha came up to me and invited me as well. No way! That we could just do the whole thing at Xantha's place! Yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I did say that I left the, the Black Moors for the monsters, and Xantha assured me that the city he lives in has no monsters except for people. He lives in a city? He lives in a city. I've never been to Ravnica. I've never been to a city? Wait, it's Ravnica? Yeah. That's where Gary's from! And Koss! Holy shit! This is gonna be a lovely winter break, show. But I don't think there's any places to frolic in the city, right? We'll figure it out. <laughs> Professor Mirsha summons the entire F squad. Mm. His office is a mess. There's parchment everywhere, newspapers, sketches, private letters. You might have a hard time discerning what from what. He is in the midst of like sifting through a bunch of them. I picture him having one of these like headsets that has multiple like magnifying glasses yeah, yeah. to look at like things up close. Oh, thank goodness. Close the door behind you, please. Lock, every single lock. There's like four of them. We will do as instructed. Griffin? His parents sent him home early because of the owlbear attack. Ah, well, this might be for the best. He might already have a lot on his mind after what Professor Julian told me. Sit down, sit down, please. How are you? <laughs> everybody okay? I've been trying to figure out, well, I mean, I guess I kind of get it now, but like, everyone's talking about dating. Are you dating anyone? <laughs> I am married to my work, Shelley. Oh, you can date your uh, work? Not, not now, we'll talk about this later, happily, but there's very important things we need to discuss. You are the one who asked. Well, I just wanted to make sure you're not dealing with wounds or trauma. We're or... good. Um, I mean, some of us got hurt, but it's wonderful what a good night's sleep can do. <laughs> <laughs> it's also been a week. 
something happened on the night of the Albert attack involving, well, you know, a cocoon. Right, the uh, one that we read about in the paper. We found the other one. Professor Julian is keeping it below ground in a cave in Witherbloom. We found it. <laughs> he looks very happy for a second. Okay, you mustn't tell nobody. This cannot get to Dapplewing until it leaves Strixhaven first. Otherwise, Dapplewing will try to cover it up. So why are you telling four first years? Because you are the F-Squad. You are literally the only students I trust with this information. You have seen it firsthand. You are involved. It's impossible not to involve you now at this point. Anyway, it involved the Auric. I mean, you could have just not told us. I, I personally think that this is, uh, you know, a compliment that he trusts us with this, so I'm not going to question it too much. No. Can I see the cocoon? <laughs> is anybody dating the cocoon? As in its age, perhaps. Can I take a sample? N that I... seems dangerous. Yeah, Professor Julian. Can I take a controlled sample? How do you control a sample? Depends on how the sample would uh, be a problem. I mean, I've designed something to take a controlled sample of Eldritch Bomb. You did what? Yeah, look at this. And Gary will pull out these plans that I actually drew. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Eldritch Bomb takes whatever it touches and makes it come to life, yes, right? Yes, obviously, yes. And so there's nothing you can really do to stop it from coming to life. So instead, if you just put it in a vial and then assume that vial will come to life, then you can basically just put the vial inside of a padded cage Add a little door here to be able to put tongs in to hold the vial when you need to get anything out of it, and there you go. Huh. This is ingenious. I, Can it, you build this? Yes. It, it shouldn't be hard. It's just metal bars and padding and a little bit of a door hinge. This. This is why you are here. We need you. We, we, we need you. So, and he reaches into his, uh, his coat pocket and then uh, hesitates for a second and says, The Auric Wearing Compass. There's no point in hiding it. If you try to bring this up to Dapplewing, she will deny it, no matter what. But I've already reached out to my contacts and word is on the way. People all around Arcavius are going to know. We found something. And I cannot decipher it. Decipher. Decipher. Is it a code? Can I see it? Something like that. And he pulls it out and he puts it on the middle of the table. I've tried everything. Coordinates, dates, nothing matches. I've looked at newspapers. I've looked at letters. I've looked at everything from, from cargo shipments to private letters between nobles. Nothing seems to match. I do not know what this means. I can figure it out. I appreciate your confidence in the mistake, but this might take several meetups. We might have to spend several days. Feel free to share it with, with all of you. And he shares this parchment. Yeah. Mistake's gonna spend a few minutes on it. It's just gonna say. What do you think it means? I, I, have the, you considered the alphabet, Professor? What do you mean? The numbers are a, a letter to number cipher. Uh, my friends and I used to do that when we were kids, just in Inferno. Um, so, all of these numbers are people. And the stanzas that they relate to are the things that person is supposed to do. 
and his memories will fade until eventually his mind will wander aimlessly through the abyss, and his sacrifice shall ensure us of his discretion. Those numbers? And she's gonna look over at Shelley. 19. That S. is Sheldon. 8 is H. So that's referring to your dad. 5 is they H. Let me see that. Let me see that. <laughs> Let me see that. Shelly's gonna like try and <laughs> no, like, no, grab it. No, no, hang on, hang on. I'm not done yet. You're going to want to know the rest of this. Trust me, you'll you can see it. Patience, after. patience. You can all see it as long as you want. Just uh, and let tell us, us more. not neglect our orators, for it is their eyes we trust to seek out misery, to alleviate it, and to use it. This is two people. Recruiters. I gathered that much. Greta. The other name is Dom. Never heard of a dong. I don't recognize the name either, but and as we wait for the walker to deliver us, we shall remain hidden from her speckled wings, dabbling, and thus our presence shall linger unknown, veiled within the words of the dead. I don't entirely know what this means, but Gary, you might be able to figure it out. Because the name on this is Lorene. Words of the dead? My only guess with that is maybe scriptoria? Books are the words dead. of no, the words of the dead. That's how they did it. What? I mean, I knew it all along. I just this confirms it. That is how the auric has been getting into campus. They're storing themselves inside books that are then brought in. And then they they get people to transfer those books. We wait for around. the walker to deliver us, so Lorene is carrying around these books. She may not even know that she's she doing might not. that. Now this last one is also relevant to you both. And they shall enter a deep slumber and sleep through the storm. And when they wake, they shall witness our wrath. And the hunter will have then retrieved. In the poisoning of the grape, we depend. The first name crossed out is Shelley. The second name is Adrian. So... They were the trying to put us to sleep. Who's Adrian? Oh, that's my uh, other name. Why did they use the wrong name? Because they're getting it from the campus registry. They don't know us. They know what we're registered. Your extracurriculars, your, your classes, everything. We already knew that it must have been a staff member because they knew this very day that Shelley told Dabbling about the poison. He so, like is looking over uh, Mistake's shoulder at this note and then all just falls into place. And he looks very happy. <laughs> you know what you just did. We could might have just- a bunch of Numbers to letters? You cracked their code. <laughs> their code is equivalent to like eight-year-olds playing in the backyard. First of all, that's that's a well, I couldn't crack the code. Did, did, did you that's think because you were thinking a little too long? Yeah. Did you think that it was possibly too complicated that it couldn't possibly do oh, that? It was so simple. Oh, it was right in front of my eyes. Mistake. You are too smart for your own good. I kind of feel like it's the other way around in this case. Anyway, Shelley, did you want to read this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Mirsha's eyes go wide. Oh, no, 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 no. And he runs just over. I'm gonna cast a big illusory curtain to hide the four of us. There's a latch behind the deck. That works too. And he stands up and stands in front of the door, tries to look as uh, normal as possible. The door opens. Captain Dapplewing is standing there with a few dragon scarred. And the Earl. Shelly's like about to say something to Earl. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs>
Shelly sees you. God text clue, Shelly. What is the <laughs> meaning of this, Captain? Mirsha. It's Mirsha Mirsha. A friend told me something very interesting. While the faculty of Strixhaven was fending off the Albert attack, I heard word that you ran off somewhere. Care to tell me where that was? Professor Mirsha tries to be as discreet as possible. I was helping Professor Julian with some matters in Witherbloom, also to do with the safety of students. Hmm. Search the office. Can we try to get to the latch while we're covered by the illusion? You can. Uh, this is going to be a stealth check with okay. advantage because of your illusion. Everybody take some inspiration for this stealth. Yep. I hope that you do well. <laughs> Shall we get through the door? I, I feel like yes, yeah. So he will try to stall as much as possible. Like, uh, is this truly necessary? What is this about? This violates every single privacy. Uh... 14. 21. 15. Uh, 26. So you're all able to find the latch, no problem. It is right there behind this desk. It is under a carpet. Everybody heads down there. Gary, unfortunately, misses a step. You trip down on this kind of cargo space. Ooh, 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 ooh. Cost, as they see Gary falling, is going to like real quick flick some paint down and it make a very fluffy pillow. <laughs> that is just gonna like, and muffle that sound. <laughs> okay, no, I, I like that. It's, it's uh, two points for creativity. Uh, you hear a tense conversation upstairs like, oh, Mircha, are you, uh, are you doing some digging into something? It's like, Always. I'm a Lordhold, Captain. How about we detect a little magic in here, just in case? And they do that. They keep walking around, like, searching his entire office. You hear uh, drawers being rummaged through. Uh, Professor Mirsha has to unlock some of them. There'd like, be tons of magical items in this room, right? Yeah, yeah, and some of them do not raise flags. She's just doing it just in case um, there's anything they missed just by sight. At one point, you do hear, Huh. That ring. Mersha, you've had that ring since we were in school. You never told me it was. We are all entitled to our secrets, are we not, Captain? She uh, says, you're on thin ice, Mersha. We will discover what it is you were doing that night with Professor Julian. And when we do, your career will be over. Now come with me. You have some paperwork to fill out with me. And he, uh... It's like, are you sure it has to be now? Now? Yes. Hmm. Very well. I suppose I can just leave my work here to sort itself out. And he walks out with the dragon's guard. Takes a minute or so before you hear the doors closing and being locked. And then silence. <laughs> We head back to the Bozen Tavern. It is really, really close to the end of winter break. Students have been packing, making plans. Does Mistake walk in with a piercing or no? 
I mean, at some point, yeah, probably. I want to say Aurora walks in with you, doing something with your hair at the school. Yeah, because it's probably getting like caught yeah, on the Yeah, like, dude, you look great. You look great. Walk upright, chin up, you look confident. You got this. Follow me. And she does this like sexy walk across the tavern. Sonnet's <laughs> turn. It's like, just follow me. <laughs> That's a 19. That's, Dex is a plus three, Deception's really another plus two. Oh, damn, look at Whoa. that tiefling. Is that the one that's always reading? Brush, I didn't realize how hot she was. Yeah, it's like, she seemed like such a bookworm, but now that she has changed one part of her outfits, we realize that she was beautiful all this time. Yeah, yeah. Ricard, that's right. How yeah, much? I'm Ricard. <laughs> All right, no, I hate, I hate. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's fine. Oh, hi, mistake. Can I sit with you? Yeah, uh, yeah. you all right? Well, you know, yeah. Okay, is there something you want to talk about, Shelly? Something on your mind? I haven't seen the cat in our dorm in like a couple days. Ah. That happens sometimes. Yeah, it's not I miss her. That's that's fair. I mean, you could always just change into a cat, right? And then you can go find her. I, as a cat. I forgot that I could do that. Tower mascots escape all the time, and they always come back. Or Shelly the dragon's becomes a cat. <laughs> and there it is. Alright. Cool. So, what do you want to order? <laughs> You know, I heard there was actually something new on the menu today. Oh. Can I see? <laughs> they only leave one menu, apparently. <laughs> Shelly's gonna there, there was just only one them. at the table, so... Oh, she pets you. Just out of instinct, doesn't even think about it. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a coincidence. We were just talking about that. Yeah, you know, sometimes the universe just has a way of synchronizing. Uh-huh. I think Mistake would have told him. Yeah, I think between Mistake and Koss... Koss probably is in the kitchen Koss, and has passed the message along. Yes, so so Koss was being messenger. Mm -hmm. uh, so Koss waited in the tower until Mistake and Aurora were leaving and then bolted to the tavern ahead. <laughs> <laughs> While Mistake, you know, walked slowly with Aurora. What's the equivalent of french fries at this place? She's going to tell whoever the waiter is. Mm -hmm. Blood pudding. I'll have two. And the waiter just like gives a overly excited nod and says, "Yeah, right away." And then heads back in, shapes this back into Cost, and it says, "She's here. She's here. Two orders, by the way." Cost, you're not supposed to be a waiter here. I know, but I'm just so excited. I want to see it all. <laughs> okay. Well, this recipe's for three pounds, so that's fine. Do you want me to pass on any kind of message from the cook? You know, compliments of the chef, something along those lines. What, what would I say? I don't know. How about this? You could go over there and you could put it down for her yourself and just give her a wink and say, it's on the house. Gary's gonna attempt to wink and he's gonna like awkwardly like screw up his entire face like, like this. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then Koss is going to change to Gary's face and demonstrate <laughs> using his own face. <laughs> and then realize on. that they cannot wink with Gary's face. Because <laughs> <laughs> they do the exact same screwed up motion. 
Uh, so when it is done, Gary very awkwardly walks over to the table. What did the others order? Well, there was french fries and, I don't know, a steak order, something generic. Okay. Probably. Nothing fancy that's worth mentioning. And a jar of sangria. Uh, alright, I have some fingerling potatoes. Uh, generic food number one. <laughs> uh, I think it could just be the, the chef's special or something. Oh, uh, right? yes, the, the chef's special. A jar of sangria and uh, two black puddings on the house. And then he scurries away <laughs> immediately. Oh, bless him for trying, though. <laughs> Is he for real? <laughs> um, as Gary's scurrying away, there's the... Same server is just like in the doorway, like two thumbs up, nodding, like how's it going? Yeah, he just kind of shakes his head, like nope, I don't, I belong back here. Can you do a chef's tools uh, check? Yes. You've been inspired for this, absolutely. <laughs> it's 16. a sixteen. Okay, okay. Nice. She tries some, and then it's like surprisingly good for his first time. It's obviously his first time, isn't it? Shelly's gonna like lick it. <laughs> Mistake's just going to giggle. <laughs> you know? Oh, and that 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 new ending just went straight over your head, didn't it? What? Nothing. <laughs> you want some? I don't want to ruin your party. Meanwhile, Shelly's just licking the dish. <laughs> you have potatoes. We got you those. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw a fry. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna give him 15 minutes to come talk to me, otherwise... This thing's going to continue giggling. <laughs> Why would he just come here, give me his sausage, and then leave? <laughs> like, who does that? Ori, are you doing these on purpose? Or do, do you just not realize? I'm just fucking with you. I... But I will say, if he really does have the hots for me, he has a weird way of showing it. He hasn't said a word to me and just talks to all of you. Excuse me, can I get you guys anything else? Yes, I'll chat with the chef to compliment him on such a wonderful dish. Can you bring him here? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, see, I'll see if he's got time. <laughs> she can't tell that it's you. <laughs> Gary's happening. What? I, what? What do I do? Uh, she wants to give you compliments for the food, so uh, just be yourself. Uh, okay. Around then. Oh no. <laughs> Javanesh and Nora storm into the kitchen again. This time they're not arguing. This time they're looking right at you two. Hey, 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 hey. So, uh, bad time? Good time? Yeah. Um, time. Uh, I, I was about to. Go talk to a customer. Well, I Is mean, that's important? fine. I can talk to the customer. Yes, it's very important, actually. Can you get your F-Squad friends in here? Uh, can I make a suggestion? Sure. Uh, we should talk about this in 20 minutes. <laughs> okay, 20 minutes it is. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to take my break right now. This is so exciting. I didn't know that it wasn't Rampart. It's you. <sighs> oh, look, speak of the human. <laughs> <laughs> that 
sorry mistake. <laughs> Gary's really nice. All right, sh- just give give him a chance. Okay, and Shelly's gonna go in their shell to pretend they're not there. Shelly, why don't you just come over here? No, 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 leave them here. And then Aurora puts a, an elbow up over Shelly's shell, just leans back against the back of the uh, the booth and tries to look as nonchalant as possible. They can't even see me. <laughs> Oh. Hi, everyone. Hello. I have a break now. We were just pops. talking about how wonderful this blood pudding is. Um, thanks. Uh, Mistake mentioned that the e- exact existing menu was maybe not the most nutritious for everyone involved, so made an adjustment to that. Roll a performance check. Performance? Yeah. <laughs> what is courting if not performance? Weirdly, he doesn't get a D4 for the play actor's drama kit. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, so that's a 13 plus one. Hmm. Sit down. Sure, yeah. She scooches over. Is this your first time? Taking a break from work? No, I do that every day. Is this your first time making black pudding? Yes. Well, it's really good. Uh, thank you. Can I talk? I've been wanting to talk for several days. Uh, Aurora takes you out to the back. And she's just waiting there. Um, so, I mean, I would never attempt to presume anything and you should know that the menu adjustment will kind of stay no matter what uh you say in response to this but uh sometime after the winter break i kind of need to try to gather alchemy supplies and i know that you know the witherbloom swamps so would you want to do that at some point. You know that sentence would have taken me like 10 seconds less than it took you to say. <laughs> uh, yes? Yes. Is sure. that an yes? Sure. Like... This is all an elaborate ruse to get me to help you with alchemy, is n- what I'm hearing. No. No, we can do something else if you would prefer. Um. You do all these things, then you take me out here, and then you ask me to help you with alchemy? No. I I was trying to ask if you wanted to go on a date. Hmm. Uh, another performance check. <laughs> uh, I have inspiration for this one. Oh, no. That one, that one. No. <laughs> Seems fitting. It'll, it'll work anyway. Hey! <laughs> Which is a 19, because he that does is, have some amount of charisma. That is the biggest pop we've gotten for a dice roll. <laughs> and and the loudest cheer was from the GM, mm-hmm. the player's I was, husband. Do, I was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my wife has a pretend girlfriend. <laughs> Who is me? Can you repeat the question? Would you like to go out on And before a... you even finish the question, she uh, 
leans in and kisses you. Aww. Uh, she like leans in, whispers in your ear. No one's ever made black pudding for me. Not even family. Wow, that's kind of shitty. Keep doing it and maybe I'll start being nicer to you. And uh, just as she finishes saying that, you hear Rampart storming over to you. Got it, Grig? You girl, uh, go back inside. Something I need to discuss with him. Got it, Grig? Uh, uh, I thought about it, and you know, it was still you behind costume. No, no I could make it work no, if it's okay with you. No, no, um, I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm usually into redheads, but I can make white hair work for Rampart, me. Rampart, I, I am so sorry for the misconception. Uh, and I... Aurora's cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> And she's heading back in. Uh, I think that you should set your sights elsewhere for the future. You're, you're dumping me again? I, we were never a thing. Garrett Grieg. I was... You just made an enemy of Rampart Subi, Garrett Grieg. From here on out, you and I do not know each other. And if you try to intervene with anything of mine, oh. I will retaliate. Um, I, 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 that I is really, it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Javanish and Nora walk up to the three of you uh, one last time. Now can we talk to you? Oh, yeah, sure. Great. In kitchen, now. Can I finish my fries first? Let's bring him in, bring him in, it's fine. Can I have more inside? Yes. <gasps> You've all the fries you want. Help yourself. Whoa. I'll Why? be the bouncer again. Nora can take the lead. Why, Why are you bribing us? Don't ask questions, mistake. We get fries. You'll see. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> Nora's like smiling very awkwardly, leading you guys towards the kitchen. You see Aurora scooting past. She kind of is blushing a little. And she's just like, um... I think I'm gonna go back to the tower. Okay. Um, is Gary still on break? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And she just gives Mistake the thumbs up before leaving. And then... <laughs> Mistake will like excitedly pat Gaza. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, I just want to take one quick pause. Um, I will let you get back right to it in a minute. And then Koss is gonna go over to Gary and be like, you did it, you did it, you did it! <laughs> and then give him a hug and then be like, okay, continue. Should I ask? I'm sure you'll find out eventually. Personal milestones. Okay. Have you heard of dating? <laughs> I can- Unfortunately. Oh no. All right, and oh no. What brings you to the tavern? She does this wave of the hand. You know how I mentioned she's always smiling? And now you're about to know why. She sweeps her hand in front of her face, and her face immediately changes. And Koss especially, because Koss does this all the time, can tell this was an illusion the whole time. She's not actually always smiling. She just makes herself look like she's smiling. She in fact looks very, very tired and exhausted and uh, stressed, most of all. Oh, okay. F squat, right? That's us. Most of them. Are there curtains or something to the these kitchen, the window? The... Uh, we have shutters on the outside. Thaumaturgy them shut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay, I only have a few minutes, so let's get down to it. I saw everything. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, so you know why those books are burned? Yeah. Wait, wait, what's going? What? what? She pulls Don't. out a spyglass. Oh, that's really creepy, Nora. You know that? Yes. She sets down the spyglass on the counter. As an RA. As I'm an RA, you spy on people in their, in their dorms with the spyglass. No, I, I mean... That's really upsetting. As an RA, I'm probably the most hated individual in Central Campus. Because you spy on people with a spyglass. And evidently you didn't really do anything about the fact that there were intruders in our tower. I know about the auric. Well, that wasn't the auric, but, you know, that's also good to know. I, uh, know a good deal about the auric. Why is that? And she pulls out some parchments. It's like, I'm from a town nearby. It's poor. There's a lot of people that need to do sketchy business to make ends meet. There's someone called the Collector. The Collector is very outwardly an auric, wears a mask. The Collector is also a lycan, lycanthrope, depending on where you're from. I think I know what happened that night with the goblins. I saw four of them enter. I saw the group of you with Aurora leave with a chest, then come back with the same chest. Then the four goblins left. I don't want to ask questions, but I, 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 I think I have a hunch as to what happened. And let me just say, if you need another target, I think I have the one. And she points at the collector. There's a sketch of him. It's a very crudely made sketch. And she says, uh, he doesn't just collect money, debts. Uh, he counts people as debts, friends, a family, people that he's taken. He's like a slave trader? Of sorts, blackmail. Blackmails poor people who... Kidnapper. Kidnapper, yeah. The point is, he's a horrible, horrible individual, and he's been seen nearby on the outskirts of campus, and at one point, some amber girl said might have seemed like a werewolf person in Witherbloom and... No, he's been on campus. We've seen his tracks. That's right. So, it's true then. Oh, the... the, the yes! <gasps> Friends of mine told me that he might make an appearance at a certain gala that you were all invited to. Yeah. But it's hard to know what he looks like because he always wears the mask. Well, I mean, if he's wearing a mask, I feel like that would be easy. Well, I assume he won't for the gala. Yeah, so if you wear a mask all the time, if you go somewhere without the mask, they're not going to know you're the person who always wears the mask because you're not wearing it and they don't know what your face looks like. That's so clever. I just thought this was something that I should bring up to all of you. I don't know everything about you, but I know enough. Uh, is there anything you can tell us about this person? Any defining characteristics? Does he have a particular voice? Any habits, ticks? Well, the voice is masked by the mask itself, so no one really knows what his voice actually sounds like. Rubbish. Uh, he turns into some 
were beast of sorts. He's an expert in stealth. And, uh, Any reason why he'd be there? To collect, I assume. But why would, why would he be collecting, unless he's going to steal something from the Burning Hammers? Maybe, I mean, they're maybe. all rich people. Except for me and Gary. Maybe Shelley, I don't know. Shelley oh, so you're rich! I'm... no. Not really. So... That's all I know. Uh, I don't know what, he's, what his business is there. I just know that he's gonna be there and I'm good at being perceptive, but I'm not good at fighting. And I know that you all have have survived many attacks, so... So you want us to go to our friend's gala, try to find an auric, and then fight him? I don't really want you to do much. I was just warning you because if this person, this monster is going to pee there, then you might be in trouble. That's good to know. Yes. That way we'll at least know to be on guard in case he tries something. And it's probably good that your friend Griffin left early. I don't know how he would take this, or if you should even tell him. I, it's up to you. The information is in your hands now. Thank you. Just know that if you were to kill again, that's where to do it. That's who to do it to. I'm gonna go, but... Maybe don't don't spy on people anymore? She holds the spyglass and looks at the four of you, tries to decide who to give it to, tells it to mistake. <laughs> but how will we know who's, who might be an Auric if we don't spy? Honestly, not a bad point. Okay, well, I'm gonna kill this guy. All right, maybe maybe we should. Let's talk let's about make him. a game plan later. Okay, I'm gonna go now. And she casts minor illusion again to make herself look like she's smiling all the time. Shelly's gonna say, "Does that count as always wearing a mask?" In a way, it is kind of. <sighs> Fuck it, and she. <laughs> Removes the illusion and she's frowning again. I've been hiding who I am my whole life. I... I think more it's about just being who you are. And... I spent the first 16 years of my life hiding who I was. From my parents, from my friends. You're right. No more hiding. You also notice that when she let go of the minor illusion, she has an Adam's apple. Thank you. Have a lovely night. You know, I genuinely thought she was about to tell us she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk. Hey, uh, you want to get a you want to get a drink? I, my shift is almost over, and then Javish and Nora just kind of leave to a corner. Oh, okay. She's talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> she trips on purpose this time, kind of like how mistake with the mage and things. Oh, sorry, sorry. See, I told you. Guess they're back together. It kind of seems like the season of love. Cos, who are you gonna get together with? Gosh, I don't know. Um, there's not anybody in particular uh, that I had in mind. I, I mean, if I can tell you a little bit of a secret. Yes. This is just kind of a thing for me. I, I think I just have a crush on every single person that I meet. <laughs> you know, that that works. That, that really traps you. What's a crush? <laughs> Oh, that's when you when you want to date somebody, but you are oh, not currently. Oh no! <laughs> 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 
right. Now that you understand dating, we can build upon that foundation. <laughs> and that's how we go to winter break? That's how you go to winter break. Hey! Hey everyone, this is Tyler. Thanks for tuning into our show this week, and hopefully every week. Roleplay Radio will be taking a brief season one hiatus and will return Wednesday, November 16th with the Burning Hammer Gala Arc and we'll finish off the year from there. In the meantime, please feel free to leave us a review on your podcasting app or a comment on YouTube. We love hearing from you. As always, this episode was recorded in Watertown, Massachusetts, also known as the traditional land of the Pekaset and Anantum peoples. As always, thank you to our players and composers for bringing this podcast to life. We hope to see you again in November with more episodes of Roleplay Radio. I just wanted to drop by and say thank you for what you did for our tower. Uh, also, do you actually want to eat those, or should we just leave them here? We could conjure an unseen servant to feed them to you. He looks, he's looking at the uh, basket of uh, compost... Compost fruit tarts. Compost fruit tarts. <laughs> I cannot eat it. And he like looks over at his uh, handless oh. <laughs> stumps. We, we can help with that if it's not super awkward. Oh, I can just do it. And Shala will just pick up some stuff and start feeding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Toby tells me that you did a good sit. <laughs> Toby tells me you did a good sit. Like you sat down and you know, you sat. How are you doing? Are you... You have looked better, but... The pain is gone. That is all that matters. Thank you for asking. So I did prepare something for this. Oh. Um, in honor of your valiant efforts. Thorn, thorn, he's a sworn ally to the end. Thorn, Thorn, our tower, he always will defend And when there's a problem, you know it will be solved Because Thorn, he chose to get involved Some tree sap <laughs> Some tree sap uh, drips out of his eyelid <laughs> Thank you, Cos Silvertruth You are a friend <laughs>